praise god we'll continue to uh, go to the book of colossians we're so glad that we could come to worship god and the song that we sang the last one you're all i want lord it's you and you alone and we started with that song christ alone and may that be our prayer always um paul is always concerned about the believers his believers uh, to grow in christ and to be and to be and to follow christ and to imitate christ and there was a time when he said as i follow christ you follow me imitate me uh, that was the standard with which he lived and he expected others to follow his standard and writing to the book of colossians in chapter 3 he was uh, wishing the same thing for them and he was uh, not just raising the bar higher uh, it was the bar that was set by god the holy spirit in athletics we all know that um, uh, i'm sure some of you may know who have gone in athletics uh, that the coach sets uh, up the bar higher and higher so that before just before they reach uh, the olympics or the world championship or the main uh, uh, sporting event you know they peak at the right moment so that they are able to give the best performance uh, but for a christian it is not that the bar is set higher and higher you know it's a wrong notion for us to think the bar is set higher and higher but the bar is set very high and uh, god expects us that with his grace with his strength we will be able to reach that standard and he is always there you know he doesn't throw us away uh, smoking flax it does not quench and uh, but he takes it you know even though there may be a little bit of flame in it he tries to cover it and you know blow his love upon it and make it to grow bigger and bigger that's your god and my god and that's my experience also from my life now paul uh, chapter colossians chapter 3 this is how he begins he said since then you have been raised to gather with christ set your hearts on things above where christ is seated at the right hand of god set your minds on the things above not on earthly things for you died and your life is now hidden with christ in god when christ who is our life your life appears then you also will appear with him in glory you know every day there is a battle for our minds there is an attack on our minds every day so that we get distracted from the main things as the worship uh, team when uh, sister remia was saying if you are broken in heart if you are disturbed if you are confused in your mind we have a god who cares and the devil is one who wants to really capture our mind distract us with not just the problems but with so many of our own weaknesses and shortcomings and an unfinished agenda is carried over the next day in our minds and in ephesians chapter 2 Paul tells very clearly you have been raised from the graveyard i've told you before that we have been raised from the graveyard to be seated in heavenly realms in Christ in Christ Ephesians 2 and verse 6 we have Ephesians 2 verse 1 we have from the graveyard he has raised us up to set us in glory in verse 6 to set us in glory in Christ Jesus and this is the best promotion that any of us can have in our life imagine recently the president of the united states was here and our prime minister hosted a uh, dinner i was very interested to know the menu what was served and uh, you know uh, being a chef from the chef background wanting to know who the chef is and uh, you know what was going on 
and i know the earlier chef uh, was my student uh, manisha basan from uh, uh, from uh, sir maurya sheraton so uh, you know it was it was wonderful to know that these are things are served but then i'm sure everything is meticulously planned the best chef the best ingredient the best food everything is served the best uh, uh, ambience everything is taken care now imagine into that place a beggar with leprosy dirty clothes uneducated haven't had bath for about one month with filth he's invited to go and sit in that banquet with them and eat can you ever imagine can you and i can think of that happening anywhere in the world nowhere not even in our homes much less in a presidential dinner think of it you and i have been raised like that we were like that to be seated in christ in heavenly realms this can never be compared with any honor that you and i can receive in the world can we praise god please thank god every day you and i should really thank god and praise god for this glorious things we are there that is what god has done that is what christ has done we are there made to sit in the heavenly realms in christ and then from there paul is saying my brother my sister don't look down don't look down <coughs> instead set your heart and set your mind there alone where christ is seated you understand it's an amazing chapter and this is a chapter that's full of action asking us to calling to action first one is set our minds we are afflicted with spiritual spondylitis spiritually hunched many people look down my problem my difficulty my weakness my shortcoming my challenges yes we will all have challenges but in the midst of this god is saying set your minds above there on christ and then he says set your heart on things above set your mind set your hearts where our mind goes our heart goes where our heart goes our mind goes and both this paul is very careful to tell us set your heart and set your mind above a long time ago there was a farmer who captured a little eagle and uh, you know he allowed it to be along with this chicken and over a period of time the eagle started to behave exactly like a chicken one day somebody came there and saw the eagle with a chicken and they lifted the eagle and when he went on top of the uh, tree from there he lifted and left it and the eagle began to fly higher and higher only then it knew that it was not made to be with the chickens it is called to fly higher you and i have been tuned for many times our human nature is there still in us we'll go into that and paul is telling the colossians and he's telling you telling me my brother my dear sister set your heart above set your mind above you're not to be meant you're not meant to be looking down and out there 
and uh, i wanted to tell you because you belong there because you belong there and paul was all the time saying we have the mind of christ he could so boldly say we have the mind of christ when he was writing to the colossian uh, to the corinthians they were all the time carnal and uh, they were accusing paul and paul could challenge them and tell them but we have the mind of christ i do not know whether he was including them but i'm sure he was telling talking about himself i have the mind of christ and also he said in philippians let this mind be in you which was also in christ jesus as believers in christ all the time you and i have to really search as we study the word as we meditate the word please note the word that i use i'm not saying read the word i'm saying meditate the word study the word as we do that over and over again it is important we allow the scripture to go through our minds through our heart is my mind looking the way christ is looking is my heart set on the things above where christ has set his heart above wants me to set my heart above and as we interact allow the word to interact with our spirits with our hearts with our bodies with our minds i'll tell you there will be a transformation it is god's word the jesus said thy word is truth purify them through your word your word is truth your word is truth and sanctify them through your word it is the word that will sanctify through the word you you want to get purified i always uh, during this earlier days when i used to go with my friends on two wheeler one interesting thing that i would always love to observe is when they fill in the petrol you know the the petrol uh, guy he were the uh, the in the shop he will put the funnel first the huge one and then those days they used to put oil nowadays i don't know whether they still put oil they'll put oil thick greenish oil they'll put the oil and it will just go all over that funnel you know on the sides of the funnel slowly it get trickling down and then he will take the petrol nozzle you know and he will hit the nozzle within few minutes all the oil is gone okay it just wipes it clean and that whole funnel looks sparkling clean clean it will be my dear brother my dear sister this is what the word will do to you and me if we go with a hunger with a thirst with a longing for a transformation if you use this as a magic book if you use this as a book where it will tell you what to do today where to invest where not to invest you will be disappointed it's not for that it's for us to transform the word is to transform you and me and we belong there we don't belong here that's what he said and christian life is a death 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 to self death to self that's what paul was saying he said that you have been dead you have died and your life is hidden with christ in god take a wonder pi coin keep it on your left hand close your fingers this palm close it your life is hidden with christ then you take this this left arm place it over the right and cover it your life is hidden with christ in god this is what your life and my life is it is hidden with christ in god that's the care that's the covering that god wants to give to you and me that's an amazing uh, uh, help that god wants to supply to you and me and the highlight that paul is calling us to set our minds and hearts above the high life is not for some special people it was for it's for ordinary people like us for us who have daily struggles for us who have daily temptations for us who have daily uh, daily problems 
And to us who have daily challenges, we have families, we have challenges. In the midst of all this, he's saying, set your heart above. May God help you and me set, to set our heart above, set our mind above. It is not just raising the bar in athletics or in sports. You raise the bar, then you pick at the right moment. No, it is set already. And he wants us to move from there. And God has placed us there to move from there. That's the beauty. And the next one, he goes from verse 5 onward. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature. Why? Because you are not down, you are high. So put to, get, uh, put to death whatever belongs to your earthly nature. Sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires and greed which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You, you used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived. Whatever belongs to the earthly nature. Remember that. Earthly nature. What, the, what are the things that belongs to the earthly nature? He gives them the list there. Sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, greed which is idolatry. He mentions, he says, once you were proudly living in this, you were, you were walking in them earlier. That was the earlier life. Now move to a different level. Move to a different level. And precisely for this reason, Paul is, slay, Paul is saying, slate, put to death. First one, he said, set your affection. Set your mind. Set your heart on things above. Second thing is, slay. Slate. Slay this evil Things. And uh, slaying is not an easy thing. It is to kill. It is to, uh, it is to, it's like a gangrene. The doctors, it's even worse than a gangrene. Doctor removes a part of the uh, hurt wound or infected wound. But it's worse than that. It is not just, just uh, removing the dirt, removing that infected, infested wound. <coughs> it is much more. He tells them, slay it. Slay it. Why? Because if I don't slay my earthly nature, my impure nature, if I don't slay it, that will slay me. That will slay me. So Paul is saying, you are set high. You have been seated there. Move forward and ask God. He is telling us, and slay it. Slay it or else it will slay you. Why God wants to slay that from our body? Why these evil things should not be in us? God wants to dwell in our body. In Psalm, the Bible says, I think it's 93.5 if I'm right, if I remember right, it says, Holiness becomes your house, O Lord, forever. Holiness becomes your house, O Lord, forever. It's, I think, 93.5 or 95.3. <coughs> Holiness becomes God's house. And God wants to... Stay, stay, uh, stay in us, inside me, inside you, inside all of us. Every believer. That is longing, that is desire. John chapter 14 and verse 21. This is what he said. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And who, he who loves me will be loved my, of my father. And I will love him and will manifest myself to him. If you love my commandments, if you love to live that life that I want you to live, he says, I will come, my father will come, we will manifest, we will reveal ourselves to you. How many of us wants to have a revelation of God? When I say revelation of God, I'm not talking about some vague visions and dreams and, uh, you know, and uh, 
trances. I'm not talking about those mystical experiences. I'm talking about the revelation of God in our, in our hearts. The, the, the love of God being revealed into our hearts. And now the disciples were very confused when he said that. Then they asked him a question. How can you manifest to us and not manifest to the world? And then Jesus replies in 40, uh, 23. Jesus if a man loves me, he will keep my words. And he said, my father will love him. And we will come to him and abide with him. That's the height of joy a Christian can have. To have Father, Son and the Holy Spirit dwelling inside you and me. And Paul is saying, if you want this to happen, then you have to do something straight. Now, setting our minds and our hearts, my responsibility. Slaying is my responsibility. Yes, the beauty is God gives you and me the grace, the strength to put to death those evil things. And Paul saying in 1 Corinthians 6.18, he said, flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the body, but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Flee, scoot, leave that place, run away. Slate. These are the hard words Paul uses. Why? Because he wants his people to have the presence of God inside them. And you and I can have the presence of God. A lot of young people here gives me a joy each time I talk on this subject. Why? Because you have a great future. You have a wonderful life before you. If you can really look to God, you know, to keep yourself, your mind, your heart, you know, pure. With the, with, the, with the grace of God, with the strength of God, with the spirit of God, I'll tell you, your future will be a great blessing. You will be able to really divert all your attention, energy towards God and God will begin to use that uh, creative energy in a creative way to bring glory to God. And here Paul says, uh, flee, slay, scoot from that place, don't be there. And standard of moral purity is very high. And Jesus said, if you look on a person of the opposite sex with lust, you have committed already with, the, with, with your heart. You have committed adultery with your heart already. The high, the standard is very high. But we need not have to fear. We need not have to think, can I? Yes, we should have that question, can I? But we should not dwell. We should not dwell only there. But we should hold on. Hold on. And Paul said very clearly, in Colossians he said slay, put to death. But in Romans he said, 8.13 he said, put to death the deeds of your body through the Holy Spirit. My favorite scripture. Put to death the deeds of your body through the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. He is there. And Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 to 23. He said the fruit of the Spirit is love, is Joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness and self-control. In this fruit of the spirit which he mentions nine, two things you and I have to really pray when you wanted to live a holy life, a pure life. Two things. One is goodness, moral goodness. Lord, I wanted to maintain that moral goodness. I want to see this fruit, goodness in my life. The moral goodness. And the second one is self-control. Lord, help me to have a self-control. These two should never leave our lips in our prayer time. 
if you mean business you want your body to be for god if we if we want our body for god to dwell and be uh, be glorified through our bodies through our lives these two fruit of the spirit yes we all all the, the read, uh, need all the nine but these two are very very important goodness and self control and first thessalonians 4:3 he says for this is your this is the will of your father even your sanctification underline these scriptures memorize these scriptures <coughs> paul writing to thessalonians he said this is the will of god nothing else this is the will of god that you will be sanctified so where from god everything is there he died he shed his blood he has sent the holy spirit and he said this is my will oh god is looking to you and me and say are we willing to slay it are we willing to slay it what are the steps you should take to slay it you know i know we know from in our hearts what are the steps that we should take to slay those evil what are the what well, not only what are the steps what should be done to slay it and he goes on to say in verse 7 first there's in 4 7 especially he says but each of you should know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and honor and then he goes on to say for god did not call us to uncleanness but unto holiness these are the scriptures that should occupy our mind if you are struggling with moral impurity if you are struggling with this sexual sin i wanted to tell you from god's throne from god's presence there is victory for everyone every impure thought god can give you grace to arrest it to crush it away it will come it will come we are all humans but it's not going to make a stay because our mind is going to be set above our heart is going to be set above this is your god and my god i remember on december 5th 1970 7 i'll never forget the day i was uh, in puc first uh, puc there was only one puc that time one year puc and uh, nehru stadium in chennai billy graham dr evan billy graham was preaching i was with my friends we went there to make some fun to have some fun and uh, billy graham was preaching and in that message he showed he told a story i'll never forget and i want to share with you that story he said there was a eagle over niagara falls that was going and as it was looking out for its feed it saw something moving on the waters on the river on the other side of niagara falls and um, it came and plunged us both his claws there and it was a goat which was dead frozen dead it kept his claws and slowly it started to peel out the um, the, the, the the ice first and then the skin began to feed on it and it know it knows that this there's going to be a waterfall it saw the the goat will go and fall down so it thought okay there's still time let me take some time let me feast on it for some more time it started started feasting it saw oh still more time let me feast on it it started to feast feast and finally when it was about to plunge it thought okay i'm fed enough let me take my feet and fly it was trying to take his feet off but it couldn't because it claws were stuck to that ice frozen ice and along with that dead god it plunged down into that niagara falls and dies that story shook me i'm telling you it shook me 
and i was with my friends i was like a ring leader so i wanted to go forward to accept christ i thought what these fellows will tell tomorrow in college how can i go i never went i stayed there but i think i i if i remember right i think i prayed a prayer lord i don't want to die like this then 10 months after that i accepted jesus you know that story went on ringing in my ears that was that i was able to picture it can my life go like this can i die like that can i destroy my life like that i was a non believer but i was warned by that story and god helped me to accept him i wanted to advise all of us we may think we still have time let me live like this for some more time and one day god will set me free no take steps paul says slate what he says slate set your mind set your heart and slay all these evil desires and then he goes on to say something more colossians 3 and verse 8 now you also rid yourself of all such things as these anger rage malice slander and filthy language from your lips do not lie to each other since you have put off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self which is being renewed in the knowledge in the image of his creator set and then he says slay and now he tells the people strip yourself of all this you cannot have this as a clothing over you it cannot be because these things are outwardly known sexual things are internal nobody knows but these are all outernal are external outside people can know i'm angry people know that you know i'm jealous i'm proud now he says strip you slay yourself slay all this from your life good now you strip separate yourself rid yourself there was a lady who was dusting the house and telling last month i dusted the house and again so much of dust has come in and the husband said cleaning is a way of life not an event cleaning is a way of life not an event in our christian life the cleaning of our hearts our minds you know evaluating our spiritual life is not some event some great evangelist comes some great prophet comes some revival meeting comes i get excited some sickness is there somebody is admitted i'm sick so in this is the time i should seek god we should not wait for those special events you know it should be a way of life it should be a way of life asking god lord help me to strip myself of all these things why because he says your mind you know you are died and your life is hidden with christ in god now you are different now you are different and paul says in galatians 3:27 to 29 when you are baptized you are putting on christ you know so you cannot have two clothing remove that remove the old one remove old one remove those old one set set your heart set your mind on that anger then rage the next stage of anger i get angry i shout at my wife shout at others i become i have the rage i take one bottle and throw next step that's rage we christian should never have it some people say what happened my mobile fell down and broke actually they would have thrown at it in anger ha huh? double lies ha huh? mobile <laughs> okay maybe something else 
okay ayyo my wife ah, she hurt herself i didn't do anything to her <laughs> she put on <laughs> okay now uh, so rage next one is rage malice malice you know i talk nicely to you you talk nicely to me but within me there's a malice okay i wanted to see that you are destroyed i wanted to see that you don't come up malice even among believers even among churches pastors slander you just hear something whether it's true or not you want to pass on even if it is true if it is not going to help someone let's be very careful slander we wanted to slander others filthy language from your lips wow filthy language from your lips from believers lips some people in the church hallelujah praise the lord worship you lord hallelujah and they get angry filth will come out i was in a counseling session between a husband and wife and then when the counseling was over i called the parents i was very happy the parents will come now see the boy and the girl together but the parents i never knew i had to counsel them okay but they were carrying a huge baggage of bitterness they came i was standing there i'm not exaggerating sambar packet was flying from here from there one water bottle was flying and and the one of the family members used to say we will only watch angel tv nothing else only that we will language was so filthy i really i, I never heard such words so filthy words who were they angel tv watchers you put god tv 24 hours my brother my dear sister if filth is coming out of your lips please ask god okay you ask god tell your husband please cut my tongue or tell your wife please cut my tongue okay <laughs> better rather than jesus said having two hands and going into the sometimes we have to jesus never spoke about the tongue right to cut the tongue okay but let me tell you filthy language paul is saying redistrip yourself of all this is not for you my son it is not for me my brother for you and me strip ourselves set our mind set our heart slay these evil strip you all these things and god will help you and me alex uh, alistair magrath was a uh, is a very good theologian Uh, systematic theology and when he was growing up he had one interest he would take old coins okay old coins filled with lot of victorian age coins filled with lot of dirt and grime and grit and he would take and throw it inside a small bowl containing nitric acid and within few minutes everything will be cleansed everything will be cleansed and the coin will look new. victorian age coin will look new the power of nitric acid cleansing away all that may god help you and me to have this and now he goes on to advise us something more verse 12 onwards therefore as god's chosen people holy and dearly, dearly beloved clothe yourself with compassion kindness humility gentleness and patience bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone forgive as the lord forgave you and over all these virtues put on love which binds them all together in perfect unity 
He says, you strip, but now you clothe yourself. You clothe yourself, strip your life of all this, now you clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, and gentleness, patience, bearing with one another, forgiving one another, if you have any grievance. And he says, forgive as the Lord forgave you. In this world, this is a huge challenge. Yeah, this is a huge challenge. To clothe ourselves with these things constantly. We have to check our heart. <clears throat> My old life is dead and gone. God has asked me to strip all this. Now can I be clothed with all this? How can I be clothed with all this? And Paul, how addresses? He addresses the people. Chosen people. As God's chosen people. Holy people. And dearly beloved. Dearly loved. This is what you and I are. Holy people. God's chosen people. And dearly loved by God. And Paul is telling. You are this. So clothe yourself. Clothe yourself. With these seven things. Compassion. Kindness. Humility. Gentleness. Patience. Bearing with one another. Long suffering. And forgiveness. In Colossians 1.11. He says bearing. Uh, uh, patience. Bearing with one another. Patience. And long suffering. With joy. He says I am praying. That the spirit of God. Will help you to have. Patience and long suffering. When, when you are impatient. You will never have joy. Right? We are all the time on the boil. Impatient. But Paul is saying. Differently. He's saying, I'm praying that the power of God will help you to be patient and long-suffering. Not just long-suffering, but with joy. May these scriptures really minister to you and me. Standard of forgiveness, he says, as the Lord forgave you. And over all these things, over all these things, put on love. 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 Love is a choice. You understand? Love is a choice. God chose to love me. There was nothing good in me. Today I'm a preacher, I'm a pastor. There's nothing good in me. It's just his choice to show his love. Bring me out from darkness to make me his child. And he has done that same thing for you and me. Similarly, you and I are called to extend this love to others. Doesn't mean that we have to really submit ourselves to whatever they say and do. But at the same time, love them, appreciate them, accept them. Love is a choice. And he's saying, clothe yourself. You have clothed yourself. Now you put the outer garment. I put my shirt, I put my tie. Now Paul is saying, now put on the coat. Put on the overcoat. Okay? Clothe yourself with love. And this will help you to complete perfect unity. And then he moves on to tell something. I told you it's full of action. The last action is let First he said, set. Then he said, strip. Stray. Uh, slay. Then he said, strip. And then he said, clothe yourself. And now he says, now you let. Now you let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Verse 15. 
the crown yourself. Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. Since as members of one body you are called to peace and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns and songs from the Spirit. Singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, the Father of Him. Every human experiences six different emotions. Sadness, anger, fear. Sadness, anger and fear. But at the same time, the other three, love, joy and peace, are the three other. Three negative, three positive. Okay? And these three positive ones is the, because of God's presence, because of the Spirit of God inside you and me. And Paul is saying, let, you let, it's an action from my side. Things will trouble me. Things will challenge me. Things will put me down. In the midst of all this, he said, you allow, you let the peace of God to come. You and I have to confess, Lord, I'm troubled. This person is irritating me. This situation is depressing me. But I'm allowing your peace to flood me. Help me to enjoy that peace. And that's how we begin to have the communion from God, the Spirit of God filling, the, the, the peace of God coming and filling us. He tells three, three things. Let your hearts be ruled by the peace of Christ. And then he says, be thankful. When, as you allow the peace of Christ to fill your heart, be thankful to God. And then he goes on to say, let your heart be filled with the message of Christ, the word of Christ. So that we can be worshipful and be grateful to God. And then he says, let your heart do all in the name of Christ. And again he says, be thankful. My dear brother, my dear sister. So much is packed in Colossians chapter Three for you and me. Take time. Take time because all this coming together I wanted to do together. So I'm running through. I don't have time to go through each one. But if you can take time and go through it. Lord, what can I do to set my heart, my affection on you? What can I do to slay this evil sexual things? What can I do to strip myself of all these negative things? What can I do to clothe myself? What can I do to let your peace, your word to flood me so that I can do all things without murmuring? I want to tell you, my dear brother, my dear sister, this is the high life that Christ is calling you and me. Paul is telling the Colossians, you have so many things surrounding you. Don't get worried, carried away by all the mystic preachers who come and say mystic things confuse you. No, there is something more for you. May God help you and me to draw more close to Him and tell Him, Lord, I want to enjoy this life. Every eye is closed. Where is our hearts and our minds set right now? We can be an eagle among the chickens. Or we can be like an eagle that can fly higher and higher. And Paul says, earthly nature, you're not for that. You're raised up to be in the heavenly realms in Christ. Set your heart, set your mind above. And what are those? When you and I set our hearts and minds, he so beautifully writes to them saying, 
slay it. Slay every evil, every lust. It's a conscious effort from you and me. Then he says, strip yourself of all this anger, rage, malice, slander, gossiping. And then he says, you strip yourself, but now you clothe yourself with all these things. And then he says, you crown yourself, let the peace of Christ fill your heart. Amazing Bible. Amazing word. It's you and me who can respond.